Thank you, Clay and Becky. Would you join me in your Bibles in 2 Corinthians chapter 10? In this chapter, Paul finds himself in a beauty contest with false teachers in Corinth. And since the Corinthians are only hearing one point of view, that is the point of view against Paul by these false teachers, he writes this chapter to set the record straight. And he's going to confront the areas in which he is being criticized. And he's also going to redirect the Corinthians' focus from the outside where he's being attacked to the inside that really matters. And so this is a chapter where we're going to take a look at Paul from the inside out. And we began last time to look at these four areas. The first is his attitude in verses 1 and 2. They were saying he writes strong letters, but in person he's not macho enough. He doesn't look like a leader. He's meek and he's weak. And so Paul says, well, let's take a look at my attitude from the inside out. Yes, it's meekness. But if you think that meekness is weakness, if you think that meekness is a detriment, then you're failing to look at Jesus Christ because Jesus was meek. And any attitude that is not meek comes from the flesh. Machismo may be the attitude that the world promotes and extols and applauds, but the attitude that God builds into his servants is meekness. And then the second area is his activity in verses 3 to 6. And they were saying Paul's not physical enough He doesn't charge into situations and muscle his way through. His main activity is just sitting somewhere writing letters. And so Paul says, well, let's look at my activity from the inside out. Yes, I walk in the flesh. Everybody does. But my activity is not in the sphere of the flesh. We are fighting a spiritual battle against a spiritual enemy with spiritual weapons. And as long as you're looking at things on the outside, you won't recognize the fact that we are actually destroying fortresses in this battle. What are the fortresses? They are prideful speculations and opinions of men that are raised up against the knowledge of God. Those are the Jerichos in the spiritual battle. The opinions of men George Barna wrote a book called What Americans Believe. He discovered in the surveys that he took that 81% of Americans agree that the Christian faith is relevant to the way they live today. Over 8 out of 10 people say Christianity is relevant in my life. Now, let me share some of the results and see if you see any fortresses here. They were asked, do you think Christians, Jews, Muslims, Buddhists all pray to the same God simply calling him by different names? And 65% said yes. He's a generic God. He just kind of takes different names. Second question, true or false? 
there is no such thing as absolute truth. And 62% said true. No such thing as absolute truth. Different people can define truth in conflicting ways, and they're both right. Third, do you think that God helps those who help themselves? 82% said yes. And maybe more telling, 56% think that's a quote from the Bible. The Bible doesn't say that God helps those who help themselves. The Bible says God helps those who are helpless. Fourth, do you think that people are basically good? 83% said yes. The Bible says people are basically sinners. Fifth, do you think that when it comes right down to it, your first responsibility is to yourself? 63% said yes. And sixth, do you think that the purpose of life is enjoyment and personal fulfillment? And 63% said yes. This world is filled with fortresses. And people's minds are filled with fortresses, man's speculations raised up against the knowledge of God. And Paul says, my activity is to destroy those fortresses in my own life and in your life, to do battle with God's weapons, primarily the Word of God, to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And then the third area Paul is being criticized in is his appearance in verses 7 to 11. The Corinthians had been led to believe that the way to evaluate a man of God was on the basis of how impressive he looks and how eloquently he speaks. How polished is he as a speaker? Does he look like a preacher? And does he talk like a preacher? Paul didn't meet the criteria. He apparently failed the appearance test. When you saw Paul, your first impression was not, he's a great preacher. You didn't say, wow, we need to put him on a billboard somewhere. In fact, these false teachers criticized his appearance. And so Paul says, well, let's look at my appearance from the inside out. And to begin that discussion, he first addresses their fundamental problem in verse 7. He says, you are looking at things as they are outwardly. You're evaluating me on the basis of how I look, but the problem is you're doing that outwardly. And that's the problem with man's perspective. Man has a basic visual flaw. He looks at things externally. He looks at the outward appearance. You remember God said to Samuel in 1 Samuel 16, 7, God sees not as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Paul says, if you want to see what God is doing in 